Hi, everyone. Good morning. <laughs> My first time today, so, yeah. So, yeah, we're continuing our series today on timeless songs of the Old Testament. Um, and we will be focusing on our first four verses of Isaiah, chapter 26. In God we trust, and he will keep us in perfect peace. We're not talking about mushy peas here, everyone. We save your fish and chips ideas for lunch. It is way too early to be talking about fish and chips anyway. I have been part of this church since August 2020. That is three years this month. Who remembers that, eh? It's a blur for me, to be honest. Uh, I had a difficult few years leading into the pandemic. Um, with work and personal life, especially with my dad having a massive accident back in India just before the pandemic. And then something beautiful happened just before the lockdown hit. I got married to Nikki. And we got Oscar too. Oh. Hey. Some cats are born sassy, I must say. So yeah, and then right as the pandemic was starting, I moved into a new job uh, in the first month of the first lockdown. And finally, the pandemic, of course, in addition to all of the stress that comes with the pandemic. I know we all experienced this. And just as we were going back to being normal last year, I had the most stressful 2022 work-wise. Why am I telling you all this? It was a season in my life where there was a lot going on, and there was a lot of change around me. So you can imagine, I was pretty shaken up, to say the least. As a result, I struggled a lot with my mind. I was not myself. I was in therapy to deal with some serious mental health struggles I had last year. Thanks to Nikki, really, for putting up with some tough times last year. All of us have similar stories, right? Um, in your life where it was tough. You were in survival mode, like my therapist used to say. I'm sure we all do. Some of you are going through this right now, a tough time. Some of you have just passed this season in your life, or you feel like you're entering a tough one. And for some, things are good right now. You're in a good place. Everything is going really smooth. That's good, and I pray and hope it stays that way for you. But this message that God has put in my heart for us today is aimed at everyone here. Not just the ones who are struggling, but the ones who are happy and content. Because it is a mindset. It is a, it's not based on a season of your life. It's not based on your current feelings or your current situations. It is your mindset towards God. Shall we pray before we get into the scripture? Dear Heavenly Father Jesus, we thank you so much, O oh Lord, for this morning. We thank you, Lord, for this incredible privilege, O oh Lord Jesus. And I pray, Lord, that Lord, let our ears hear what you have to say, O oh Lord. And Lord, you soften our hearts, O oh Lord, so you can speak through us, O oh Lord Jesus. We thank you for this, for this morning, and we pray that we put the next 20 minutes into your hands, O oh Lord Jesus. In your most beautiful name, I pray. Amen. Amen. Right. We are reading from Isaiah chapter 26, verses 1 to 4, a song of praise. In that day, this song will be sung in the land of Judah. We have a strong city. God makes salvation its walls and ramparts. Open the gates that the righteous may enter, the nation that keeps faith. You will keep in perfect peace those whose minds are steadfast or set on you, because they trust in you. Trust in the Lord forever, for the Lord, the Lord himself, 
is the rock eternal or everlasting strength. What a beautiful song of praise. What a stunning passage of scripture. He will keep us in perfect peace if our minds are set on the Lord and we trust in him. Today, we will be focusing on this perfect peace and the connection this has with our minds and how we trust the Lord. But in this day and age, trusting in God and receiving this promise of peace is easier said than done, isn't it? Let's wind the clocks back to 2007, shall we? What happened that year? Let me remind you. Facebook opened to anyone with an email address. Twitter became an independent platform. It's not Twitter anymore, we all know that. The first iPhone officially launched to the world. It is regarded by many as the official start of the digital age. And following on from this, streaming platforms like YouTube, Netflix are very much part of our lives. So is Instagram and TikTok. What has this resulted in right now? YouSwitch conducted a survey back in 2022 and found that the average screen time among UK adults is now five hours per day, five hours per day. And that is in addition to any screen-related work that you do during the day. It's five hours plus your normal work day. That has increased by two hours a day since the pandemic. An average phone user, uh, an average phone user touches their phone about 2,500 times a day. That's UK average. That's incredible. A small thing like a text, a scroll, an article, or a few reels can add up to an incredible amount of time. Do you sometimes feel like you never have time? Distractions are so easy to find. Your eyes are working overtime to feed your mind with distractions. It is incredible how our world works now and how complex it has become. It feels like the whole world is at work to do anything and everything to get your attention or to sell you something, isn't it? What you lean on and think about during the day is precious. What you think about is what you end up doing and where you end up spending your time, your money, and your energy. If your mind is thinking about food most of the time, you know, where that was, what, you know what's going to happen. Now, it happens to me a lot. Clearly, I don't have a six-pack, and we all know why. <laughs> Whether we like it or not, our world continues to evolve. Um, so me being a youngish person, I'd say that very... I think it's the last year I can say it. Um, <laughs> I asked ChatGPT, or the AI, as some of you like to call it, what does peace mean? And this is the answer I got. It's going to come up there. But this AI platform forgot, forgot to mention one key thing, didn't it? It forgot to mention the giver of peace himself. Let's read John chapter 14, verse 27. Jesus says, in red in your Bible, Peace I leave with you. My peace I give you. I do not give gift to you as the world gives. Do not let your hearts be troubled and do not be afraid. So the big question today is, where does your peace come from? How do we experience the, this perfect peace that is available through Jesus? Let's read verses 3 and 4 again of Isaiah chapter 26. The Lord is our source of strength. You will keep him in perfect peace, whose mind is stayed on you, because he trusts in you. Trust in the Lord forever, for the Lord is everlasting strength. You will keep him in perfect peace. This is a wonderful promise in the Bible. God promises that we can have this perfect peace, and even be kept in a place of perfect peace. 
Jehovah Shalom means the Lord is peace. The Lord is our peace. It is one of the many names of God in the Bible and a fruit of the Holy Spirit. In Hebrew, the term perfect peace actually means Shalom Shalom. This shows how in Hebrew, repetition communicates intensity. It's not just one Shalom. It's Shalom Shalom, perfect peace. So F.P. Meyer said, Understand, dear soul, that it is thy privilege to live inside the double doors of God's loving care. He says to thee, peace, peace. If one assurance is not enough, he will follow it with a second and a third. Isn't that just beautiful? Living in God's loving care, and he will bless you with that perfect peace. Peace is not the absence of war or famine. It is the presence of God in your life. Yeah? It is not something you experience when England beat Australia in the cricket. I love it when that happens, though. I really love it. Or when things are just chill, everything is going silky smooth, and there is money in the bank, job in hand, food on your plate, the wife is happy. It's all good. But it can change in an instant, can't it? We all know that. We all have felt it happen to us. Our peace just washes away in one day by things we can or cannot control. Some can have this perfect peace, but it's fleeting. It's hard and they can never be kept there. It is easier to experience the peace of God, but harder to keep hold of it. And that's what we're gonna focus on today. How do we keep hold of that peace in our daily lives, which is filled with so many distractions? So let me share a few practical ways today in which we can keep hold of this perfect peace that is promised to us in Isaiah chapter 26. Number one, trust in the Lord. Remember the scripture we read from Isaiah 26? Isaiah had not seen or experienced the love of Jesus, and yet, yet he is singing and prophesying the coming of Jesus by saying, in that day. The verse begins with the words, in that day. What does in that day mean? He's saying, in that day when the Messiah comes. How incredible. How much faith, how connected he was with God. He had his mind set on God. He trusted in God. The scripture was written by the great prophet of Isaiah. Isaiah was one of the most well-known prophets in the Bible. Isaiah is also the most quoted book in the New Testament by Jesus himself in the books of Luke, John, and Matthew. The book of Isaiah in the Old Testament is filled with sobering accounts of Israel's sin and rebellion and warnings of the coming judgment. But along with warnings, Isaiah offers a message of hope. A suffering servant, a coming Messiah, who would come to establish God's kingdom on earth. Does that sound familiar? In Isaiah chapter 53, he goes on to prophesy the coming of Jesus and how he will be punished for our sins about 700 years before this prophecy would even come to pass. He was praising the coming of Jesus Christ much before it happened. From this, we can learn to praise the Lord in advance for what he is going to do in our lives in the coming months and years. Amen? And how did it come to pass? How did it come to pass? Every time I read John 3.17, it gives me goosebumps. I'm going to read it again today. God did not send the Son into the world to condemn the world, but in order that the world might be saved through him. By sacrificing himself for us on the cross, he took the punishment for all of our sins at once. Jesus became sin for us and bore our sins in his body on the cross, thus fulfilling the law. This is the core of what we believe today, isn't it? Rest in that truth, that you're accepted in Jesus Christ. Rest in it. 
Our identity in Jesus Christ is a central fact that influences our present circumstances and determines our eternal future. And it is available by faith alone. Don't doubt it. Don't wonder. Don't question it. Accept God's gracious gift. And rest in it. Accept the peace that comes with entering God's strong city. The message version describes this very idea in a different way. People with their minds set on you, you keep completely whole. Steady on their feet, because they keep at it and don't quit. Depend on God and keep at it, because in the Lord God, you have a sure thing. Because of the promise of Isaiah 26.3, we are encouraged to, to trust in the Lord forever. And therefore, to receive the blessing of this promise, perfect peace. If the Lord calls us to rely on him completely, he appeals to our mind with a rational reason why we should trust the Lord. He's appealing to our mind here because he is everlasting strength. It says in the scripture, it isn't that the Lord has everlasting strength. He is everlasting strength. Amen? He is everlasting strength. Number two, staying our mind on the Lord. This is the place of perfect peace and the source of it. When we keep our minds stayed, settled upon, established upon the Lord himself, then we can be kept in this perfect peace. Verses 3 to 5 in chapter 26 says, You will keep him in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on you. Let's explore how we can keep our minds stayed on the Lord, shall we? In Matthew 22, it says, we are to love the Lord our God with all of our mind. Loving a God means actively choosing to spend time with him on a regular basis. And this could be through regular engagement with the Bible, worship, and prayer. In Romans 12, 2, it says, we are, we are transformed by the renewing of our mind. Renewing our minds is an ongoing process, isn't it? It's easier said than done. Every day, you need to take time to study the word so we can purposefully think according to what it says. And we can't keep one or two dark thoughts or dark areas in our life because it just keeps us from the best God has for us, isn't it? I'm not saying we have to be perfect. We need to make progress each day though so we can keep our mind renewed and grow in our relationship with God. Philippians 4 says, one of my favorite scriptures in the Bible, actually. Do not be anxious about anything, but in every situation, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your requests to God. And the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Jesus Christ. Finally, brothers and sisters, whatever is true, whatever is noble, whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is admirable, if anything is excellent or praiseworthy, think about such things. This is challenging, like I said, with the distractions readily available around us. But remember, it's a choice we make. This Christian life is not a life of just doing or experiencing. It's also about thinking. Where we set our mind is essential in our walk before the Lord. We all know the feeling of having a lovely service on a Sunday here at church, where we praise God and worship God, only to go back to our normal life and see our peace that we experienced just whittle away slowly as the week goes on. To be kept in this perfect peace, our mind must be stayed on the Lord. If our mind is stayed on ourselves, or our problems, or the problem people in our lives, 
Anything else, we can't have this perfect peace. Stay on him. Stay on him. And then on to my final point. Be intentional. I love how in 1 Thessalonians, Paul instructs us to be purposeful. Pray always. Purposeful. The message version goes on to say in verse 19, don't be gullible. Check out everything and keep only what's good. Throw out anything tainted with evil. In this day and age of distractions, our minds tend to wander, don't they? They wander a lot. Sometimes wander into dark places. Or sometimes our minds don't have control over what we are meant to do. We lose so much time in our phones, teams, emails, TV, etc. It's bordering on a life of screens, entertainment, and continuous shopping. Is this what God wants our mind to be filled with? I'm not telling you all to bin your phones, cut the internet, and live in a forest. No, I'm not telling you that. Just to clarify, that's impossible. All I'm telling you is to be conscious of what your mind is stayed upon. Where you get your peace from during the week. Be intentional about your time and where you focus your mind and energy. Maybe you are in a similar place today, where I was last year, in that difficult space where I was struggling. Maybe you are struggling with peace, with contentment, with depression, with addiction. I want to encourage you that peace is available from our God if you stay your mind on him and focus on what is true. Amen?